Hello and welcome to Casual Radio. I am your host, Casual Worgen, and my guest speaker, as always, is... Bob Scrivener. Bob's your uncle. How you doing, Mr. Worgen? You know, today, we, we've been doing a, a hook of conspiracy theories, and there's no shortage of them, so I get that. There's a lot. There's all kinds. Not just theories. Conspiracies, period. Yeah, that that's true, because we're finding more and more of these are true. Anyways, we're going to get into that if we don't keep... Yeah, we got to keep away from that. <laughs> right, because instantly my brain kicks into, well... So, today, why don't we change things up like uh, you and I discussed, and we're going to talk about, instead of our favorites, why don't we do a playlist of all the games that have failed, that suck, and that have let us down. Systems and games. Systems and games. Man, there are so many of those. Shit, we may go for two or three hours on this one. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great idea. We have, I think it's a good idea to mix it up a little bit and uh, dial back the intensity and just have a little bit of fun. It's almost Christmas, you know? Yeah, one, uh, less than a week, man. Saturday it is. That's right. Ugh, it's terrifying. Yay for double pay. Yeah, well, that's true. That is true. Why don't we start with uh, two or three games that have either either they were shitty or they were just a letdown, or perhaps the third game I'll do, one that the changes destroy the game. That's a good point, because there are a lot of good games that they remake that were really bad, or that the remake was really good, but the original one sucked. So yeah, let's uh, yeah, you lay it on me. G- give, give me an idea of what you're thinking. Well, you know what? The last thing you just said is actually one of the first things I was going to bring up. So we'll talk about... A game that had me so hyped, and I actually loved it. It was the number one console game I've ever dipped time into. The second one came out was not bad at all. I mean, it was it was all right. Third one was the biggest letdown tragedy I've I've seen. I'm talking about the Watchdog series, my favorite. When it comes to to PC, I'm World of Warcraft through and through. I've got other games, but that is my prime. But when it comes to consoles, my number one game is the OG Watch Dogs, based in Chicago, because we're Illinois people. The first two definitely uh, definitely got a lot of hype, and I remember when they came out, but the third one kind of disappeared. Well, the first one, uh, quick fact, when they were still doing the midnight releases for video games at GameStop, I waited in line hours to get the first Watch Dogs. It looked so amazing. And it did not let me down. Number two, like you just said, it was alright. It had a lot of cool new features, but it also had some changes I didn't like. But Watch Dogs Legion, number three, if you take all the time I've put into one and two, I've dumped about five hours into Legion before I said shenanigans. This game blows. Damn, that's crazy. Because you're you're hardcore when you start playing something. Even if you think it sucks, you play through. Yeah. Once Legion started, the ninety nine percent reason I hated it was permadeath of your characters. It did it not give you an option to shut that off? Eventually, yes. But the number two issue wasn't just permadeath. It was the fact that 
Watch Dogs 1 and 2, Watch Dogs 2 was mostly non-lethal firearms, non-lethal weapons. Number 1, dude, it was chitty, chitty, bang, bang. I had all kinds of shit. Watch Dogs 2, I had a lot. But Watch Dogs Legion, you have to unlock in these massive quests individual characters. And those characters only come with what weapon they carry. I got an old lady that's former, like, uh, British MI6. She's the only one I had with a firearm. I had a construction guy who had a hammer. I had mostly people that would just do fist fights. Now, you're running into armed drones, military, mobs, and I. my best fighter was this, like, 90-year-old woman with a limp. <laughs> Damn. Well, I mean, hey, that's like that lady in Mexico that took on the cartels after they murdered her daughter. I mean, it happens. Okay, yeah, but she was badass. This old lady was MI6, and basically she could sneak through shit. That was about it. Because you were an old lady, they're like, okay, but then you set someone off, and then they're like, yep, you die. It was miserable. And and the vehicles were also... I, When it comes to those types of games, I have to have cool-ass cars. Dude, it was supposed to be futuristic, and everything looked like they had three days and a toddler to draw the artwork for the vehicles. Oh, it was disgraceful. And I'm a big Watch Dogs fan, so if I'm saying that, y'all fucked up. They not only rushed the hell out of that game, but it was almost like they just put nothing into it. They're like, hey, here's London, here's a bunch of dumb shit, enjoy. Yeah, just a cash-in almost. That's exactly what it was, actually, now that you said that. That is exactly what it was. They took a successful game, number two was pretty successful, number three, they're just like, fuck you, pay me. Yeah, right. Give us the money and let's give us the money and nobody gets hurt. Right. They're like, look, you idiots paid for the first two. Like I was hyped, hyped for Legion. I didn't make it through five hours and I'm like, and fuck you, uninstall. Did you pay full price for it too? Yeah, of course. I I bought the pre-purchases always. Oh yeah, damn yeah, that's fucked up. See, I won't buy pre-purchases just for that reason. With the, all the stuff that had come out recently about. The Grand Theft Auto thing that just came out that screwed up, uh, Cyberpunk, all of that stuff. As bad as they've been whenever they first release games, there's no fucking way I would ever do. Like, even Early Access, there are a lot of games that I really want to play that are in Early Access that actually look really good, but there's no way. There's no way. Not taking a chance. Yep, and I paid for the premium edition of that game, too, months before it was even released. I haven't prepaid for a game other than World of Warcraft since. Fuck them. Yeah, don't blame you. It's always bad when when a series or when a franchise lets you down like that. That's always a huge bummer. When you've dumped that many years into theirs. And of course, with Watch Dogs 1 and 2, I bought every single thing that they offered. Each package was $9.99, and I'm buying every single one of them. I had everything unlocked you could pay to play with. Shit, they were making big money off of you. Exactly, and then once I I paid for that, the only thing I've wanted since then is where they brought the primary guy from the first Watch Dogs, they brought him back. But I'm like, you know what, I am not reloading this game, rebooting it, to pay for the Aiden Pierce expansion when the game is still going to blow goats. I was like, as much as I want to see how Aiden has progressed, because it's futuristic, so he's an older guy, but he's still the weary-eyed guy fighting for what's right. I couldn't. I was like, y'all already fucked me out of 99 bucks. Yeah, at this point, when you're pre, pre-purchasing pre stuff to try to get all the cool shit, you are paying a lot of money. And I paid for the gold bundle, man. 
I haven't prepaid since. I don't mind paying a little extra and waiting and making sure it's going to be good. Now say you've dumped all that money in and then they throw you garbage. Oh, I was pissed. What is yours? What series or what game was hyped the hell up but let you down? Well, here's the thing. I don't so much have that because I don't really get to play a lot of games, but there are a few games that are just, they're real, real close to my, you know, close to my heart. I played the original two Grand Theft Auto games. Oh, yeah. They were so fucking hard, right? So hard because there's no mini-maps. There was no nothing. So when Grand Theft Auto 3 came out, I was really pumped. And Grand Theft Auto 3 also, like, it had a mini-map, but, like, the, it, it clearly wasn't, like, up to up to standards yet. So I bought Grand Theft Auto Vice City. And that's one of my favorite games of all time. And I played so much of that game as a kid. I played it over and over. I restarted the story. I found all the Easter eggs in that. Love that game so much, right? So a few years ago, I'm like, all right, I'm going to buy this game. Haven't played it in forever. Very excited. And I bought it on Steam. And I download it and plug it in. And I bought, I even went out and bought a controller specifically to play it. But whenever I started playing it, the controller only works on certain things. Oh. Yeah. So I got to, um, there was a mission where you have to fly the drone into this construction site to blow it up. And that's how you advance the main story to the point where you get to, um, get to the next island or till you get the, get the mansion or something like that. And I had to use the keyboard and the controller to do it. And it was fucking impossible. And I had to delete it immediately. Yep. Well, and like, I understand shit happens. It's on, you know, they ported it. They had to change shit. Like, I get that. But then it comes out on Switch. I was like, oh, sweet. You know, it's out on Switch. We're going to be able to play this game and it's going to be great. And it's got three of my favorites. Awesome, right? Because I really liked San Andreas a lot too. I haven't even bought it yet. I waited to see how fucked up it was going to be based on shit like what happened with you and Watch Dogs. And sure enough, it is fucked. Have you read about that? Yeah, it's super glitchy. Uh, it was very clearly just rushed out. Huge moneymaker for Rockstar. And Rockstar's got all the fucking money in the world. Like, let's be real. Yeah, they don't have to cheap out on any damn thing. They don't have the right. Not at all. And it just, it boggles the mind, man, because that's that's a guaranteed moneymaker right there, and they fucked it all up. Man, see, that's, that's another thing about it, especially when you've bought a game... Like, Watch Dogs 1, I've got on PS3, PS4, and PS... or in the computer. Watch Dogs 2, I've got on PS4 and the computer. So a game like that where you've bought multiple times, you just said you've already bought it. They don't have a right to just put out a game you already love, and then they're like, up, oh, shitty port incoming. They'll pay full price. Exactly. That's garbage. And I mean, they're... I hate to, I hate to call names... And throw shade. No, 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 really. They deserve it. Fuck them. EA Games. Fuck EA Games. EA Games, EA Sports. They've definitely fucking dropped a long way. Yep. I have so many games on uh, that are EA, but they're, they're all PC versions. And I can take the exact same game that I love on whatever system I've gotten. Just like you said, all of a sudden on PC, it just, they make it unworkable. I hate whenever they port, you think they would make more of an effort to make sure it works right, especially with something that big of a that big of a franchise. Yeah, there's there's a big difference between porting a game and putting work into it and porting it for the the EA money. Well, it was like whenever whenever you would port a game back and forth between PlayStation and Nintendo 64, the Nintendo 64 version always sucked, but that's because the 64-bit graphics were just were bad. 
Right. It wasn't because the port itself was bad. Whenever you've got all this stuff that should just fucking, all of this should transport over. And if it doesn't, you should be developing it simultaneously because you know you're going to want to release this for more money. Like it's 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 an, an, an economic decision. It's a business decision. You know you're going to do it anyway. Make it well so people keep coming back. Yeah, an issue. that That's a big issue. Um, it, you think, but some of these games, and I'm not in their defense, but some games you just, you can't improve unless you do like a reforged version. So some ports, they just, there ain't shit they can do. But for these big AAA games, no, like EA, I've got some uh, need for speeds that I had on console. And I unlock, I paid to unlock every type of car thing. Each one's $9.99 for each package. And on console, it's epic. But you can take, just like you said, I can take that same game. I bought it on EA on my PC and it's totally fucked. Because just like you said, the game isn't bad. It's the same game. But it's, they force you. I have a, a controller, an Xbox controller that works with my Alienware laptop. But the problem is not all the keys will work on there. You still have to do some keys on your keyboard. So now you're trying to hold a two-handed controller and still hit buttons on your computer. And if you're like I am running a laptop HDMI, that means now I've got my laptop open to the side trying to play on a TV with an open laptop pushing buttons on the laptop and holding a controller. It's yeah, that drives me nuts. See, I've only ever done that with GTA V, and it worked fine, but I had to, like, jim jam it because I'd never done that before. I don't do that with a whole lot of games just because, of, like you said, it's a huge pain in the ass anyway. It is, and it's, they, you know, the, the people that make these games, most of them back then weren't in it just to make the money. You had developers that actually wanted a kick-ass game because they were going to play it. Well, Rockstar was the same way. Rockstar started like that, you know? Rockstar was originally a small company that fucking, that was an upstart, and then as soon as they get, you know, successful, this is what happened. Well, yeah, because all of a sudden they became business. They want money, money, money. They're not in it for the games. Well, and that's fine, but at the same time, you get more money if you make the games good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're just about cutting fucking corners, which is ridiculous. I'll tell you the thing that pissed me off the most is when your your favorite company, Blizzard, decided to make this Warcraft 3 Reforged bullshit and make it so you can't find the original Warcraft 3. That's some fucked up shit. Because I wanted to pay good money. I was ready to lay money down. And then I looked at this Warcraft 3 Reforged shit, and I was like, uh, no. Yeah, Warcraft 3 Reforge failed so miserably that they gave it to me on Battle.net for fucking free. I've got it for free, and I was like, damn. And you can't fucking go back and redo it. That's the thing. You can't go back. You have to fucking do all this crazy shit to get it up like it used to be, and I'm not going through that. I just want to download it normally and play the goddamn game. Yep. So basically, you're getting the game with more steps. Well, even that, like, more steps that I'm not going through, so I just am not going to play it. They're not getting my 40 bucks. You can kiss my ass, Blizzard. Y'all need to dial these uh, types of games for us fat, lazy people that just want to load the motherfucker and play. Exactly. Give me different options. If you want to do this reforged shit, release it as a whole new game, because there are people that will pay that money. But give me the old school fat guy nerd that played this shit when he was in fucking high school. Give me my fucking game back, damn it. Look, we need the laziest fuck edition. Exactly. That's that's uh, that's our that's our type of game. You know what? 
I'm going to I'm going to get on TikTok right now. We're starting the hashtag Lazy's Fuck Gamer movement. <laughs> Don't fuck with us. The sad thing about it is, is everybody would join in, but they wouldn't want to have their faces on it. That's the sad part. Yeah, you and I, on the other hand, we're like, fight for the power! So, you know, the biggest disappointment I've had as a gamer, and now you're talking, I was born in 83. I'm OG Super Mario Brothers, man. I mean, I've, I'm that far back. And God, you were old as fuck, man. Damn. Considering Nintendo was started in the late 1800s, kiss my ass, homie. You got fucking dust coming out of your asshole? Damn. Yep. Shit, I gotta feed the moths. The biggest thing that I absolutely hate, like World of Warcraft I get back in the day, I had the whole disc set, and it's a bunch of discs. But that's all you need every so often an update. But nowadays, I can sit there and pay full price for a game, and everything now forces you into digital downloads. You mean to tell me I buy the game, like GTA 5, since you brought that up, pissed me off. When I bought it for PC, it came with a fuckload of discs, and I've still got them. I'm going through disc after disc after disc, like three hours worth of discs, and I'm like, oh yeah, let's get this shit. Bam. Five hour worth of downloads. I'm like, wait, hold the fuck up. Why did I just install all this? Yeah, you got to be connected to the internet. See, that's the thing. Like, I didn't, when I first bought the game, I didn't have the internet. So I went, I bought it, fucking hooked my computer up, and went to fucking download it. And I was like, oh, apparently I got to get to the internet. And I was like, all right, well, that's fine. You know, I'm, I'm poor. I'll take it to the fucking McDonald's up the road. I sit there for 20 minutes and download it, right? No, fucking four hours later, I'm like, this is not going to happen. So I didn't even get to play the motherfucker for like a year. You know, that is actually funny as shit that you just brought that up. Because when I was doing that download, the same game, my internet crashed. I lived in, in uh, and I don't live there anymore, so it doesn't matter, Chatham. Ironically, ha- you've been to the McDonald's there, right? Their fence was my backyard fence. I literally had them behind my house, and our internet crashed. That's where I went to download the rest of those files was the McDonald's, and their internet quality was so bad, I went there, ordered a soda, and sat on the free Wi-Fi for hours. (laughs) Like, they knew us, so they were like, this motherfucker. And I got, like, hours of refills. (laughs) But, yeah, that's where I had to download the updates, too. What are the odds of that? McDonald's for the win. So, uh, let me me tell you about another game that, that I really liked, and it's not so much the problem with it, it just, it didn't really follow through because it, uh, it was kind of cheaply made, and that's a game that I really loved called Evil Genius. Never heard of it. Yeah, really cool computer game, uh, you play, like, you've got, I think there were three in the original version, and then they released extras, but you get to play as an evil genius, you play as, like, you know, the, the evil mastermind in like a spy in a spy movie, basically. And there's like the, the crazy lady and there's like a, a Kung Fu guy. And then there was um, old school Ernst Stavro Blofield that was the basis for Dr. Evil from, from Austin Powers. And you have like, you have gold bars and you send your agents out through the world and they, they perform evil and whatever. And it's a super cool concept, right? Like it's, it's awesome. And you have like your soldiers that protect you when the secret agents try to break in and and kill you but it was so buggy and glitchy like sometimes in some of the areas you could have an open top like it was almost like a defunct volcano 
and the secret agents would parachute to the top, and they weren't supposed to be able to parachute right in, but they would just show up in your gold room and run off with your gold or kill you. It was super glitchy, and it was a huge bummer because it was such a cool idea. Didn't really deliver, and they they put a second one out. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. I've heard good things about it, but I'm super, like, I'm kind of standoffish on buying it because, A, I don't have as much time to play as I used to, and B, kind of burnt by the first one. Yeah, that reminds me of Spy vs. Spy. That was great. I love that game on Game Boy. I played yeah, the I shit out of that. Spy vs. Spy. That was a good game. Oh, that was just like Ninja Turtles, the game on Game Boy. When they designed that, they were assholes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, all the Turtle games were hard, it seems like. The Nintendo Turtles? I forget which one that one was, but that one that was hard one as hell. Uh, Battletoads. You remember Battletoads? Oh, yeah. I, I played the shit out of Battletoads. That was hard. See, I, I was never good at beating games. I did get to... Uh, my One of my favorite games is Mega Man X on Super Nintendo. Love that game. And uh, I actually got that on Switch and my Steam also, in addition to uh, my old Super Nintendo. But uh, I always got to the last, last, last boss, and it would go through these, like, um, like transformations, and you'd have to, like, so you basically beat the last boss four times, four different ways, and I could never beat the last two guys. I knew there were two guys left, and I could never beat them. And back then, they didn't have the cheat videos we've got now, the guides. There was no YouTube. Like, you would get on, and you'd go to the IGN guides and the FAQs and stuff like that, and it, it, you'd have to try to figure it out. I did get the, uh, the Hadouken, like the Street Fighter Hadouken, if you do, like, there's a special trick you can do to do that. We all thought that was a, an urban legend, and then I fucking got it to work. Oh my god, it was so fucking cool. No shit. Yeah, you and I come from the era of left, right, back, left, A, B, up, down. Yeah, the Konami code. Yep. And nowadays, I lose my car keys. I used to remember all those codes like they were the back of my hand. I just knew those codes without incident. Now I'm sitting there like, where'd I put that? Well, that's like World of Warcraft. I know so much lore about World of Warcraft that, like, after cancer, there's shit in my own childhood I can't remember. But you ask me a question about Nether Storm or Nether Guard Keep, or, and I'm like, all right, let me break it down for you. Hell yeah, break down that Dr. Noodles, oh yeah. Fucking Dr. Noodles. Just because I couldn't pronounce it, I was like, look, his, his name's Rameth. But I was like, look, ramen noodles. I thought that was clever. Yeah, his name's Rameth. The old school games like that, man, like Nintendo games are almost impossible to beat. I played, uh, did you ever play, uh, do you have a Super Nintendo? Yes, I do. You know I'm a console collector. I have every Nintendo made up to uh, the newest Nintendo. Did you ever play Super Ghouls and Ghosts? Oh my god, I loved that game. It just sucked how weak you were. Oh uh, yeah, that game is, well, the thing about it is, did you, did you ever beat it? No, I still have that game, but I've never beat it. So I have it on Switch. Do you know what you have to do to beat it? No, I never made it that far. You have to go all the way to the end, and then you have to play it all the way through, and you have to end up at the end with a specific weapon and have gold armor on. I always got cracked up when the armor would pop off you and you're running around in your underwear. <laughs> yeah, I never got past the third world. Um, it's a lot easier on Switch with the save states and that, but it's still, like, it's fucking brutal, man. It's a brutal game. There were times where when I was bored, I would get him attacked just to watch him run around in his underwear killing shit. It was just, you couldn't do that with any other game. It was just funny as a kid. For sure, that's a, that's a tough one. And honestly, like, that's a game that I'll put on today some days just to, to have something to fiddle with with my hands and play while I'm listening to podcasts. So I'm doing something, either that or um, on the Switch Nintendo app i play uh dr mario i hated that game 
I love Dr. Mario. I it, It's funny because it was on 64, and I never did get a chance to buy it on Nintendo 64, but I played the shit out of it on uh, Game Boy. No, it wasn't Game Boy. It was Super Nintendo. No, it was Nintendo. I had the Game Boy version, and I had the Super Game Boy, which you would put into your Super Nintendo, and then put your Game Boy games into it, and play them on your Super Nintendo. I played the shit out of that on that. It was just Tetris to me, and I, I hated Tetris. You know, see, I, I don't like Tetris, but I like Super Mario, or uh, Dr. Mario. Yeah, I was like, if you were a drug addict, it'd be a great game. You're like, pills, pills! So, um, alright, well, we've covered that. Now let's go with, uh, well, I, I did just talk about my biggest gaming disappointment, and that was when they went to the digital downloads and happened to, the pay to win. God, they've ruined gaming. Well, the thing about it is, is my laptop doesn't even have a disk drive. When I bought this and it showed up, I was like, excuse the fuck out of me? Because every every game, every computer that I had before this had one. And now they don't even have it in the in the laptops anymore. Yeah, same. I didn't think about that either. I had I upgraded from my 2014 Alienware uh, when I first got cancer. And then when I got done with, when I hit remission years later, uh, my reward, which kind of myself, because I paid for the damn thing, but it was this new Alienware that I've got now. And when I took it out of the box, I didn't even think to, I didn't know that that's how they did it. So I grabbed the disc, went to put it in, and I'm like, look, I'm not the brightest tool in the shed, but there's got to be some place to put this. And I'm like, yeah, there's not. Yes, I had no clue that that's how that worked. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, apparently this is what I'm doing. I just went to Walmart and got the uh, USB optical drive. You just put it USB. That's how I've been doing it. Oh, nice. I didn't even know they had those. That's awesome. Yeah, I just went to Walmart. It was like 20 bucks, and it is a portable disk drive. It's just like a uh, portable hard drive. You just plug it in the USB and install. That's what I use. I, I keep it with my laptop whenever I take my laptop somewhere. That's pretty badass. I didn't know that. You learn something new every day, homie. That's right. That's right. Pay to win, though. Garbage. I'm already paying for the game, and now you're telling me some dildo with his mom and dad's credit card can literally outclass the shit out of you for 20 bucks. I play a lot of Magic the Gathering. Like, I, I've spent a lot of money playing that, but I also don't do it just to buy. Like, I, I you have to just to collect the cards, because otherwise there's no way you're going to have enough to play. I've showed you some of those. They're really cool, but, like, to play and play competitively at all, you, you have to fucking spend money on it. And... You know, it's the same way, the same thing you would be doing if you were playing it in person. It just, it drives me a little nuts that it's like, you could at least ramp this up a little bit so I could get some free shit and be able to play comp- moderately competitively. But because I don't do big events or anything, I just play kind of casually. And still, like, I I have to get the pre-release thing or I'm not going to have enough cards to play. Uh, see, I did one worse than that. I have stacks and stacks and entire game sets of World of Warcraft trading cards. I've never played the World of Warcraft trading card game. I literally bought deck upon deck, including the pro game sets I've shown you, where it's the entire box, the whole kit. And I literally spent all that money just to get in-game cards that you would just scratch off and get some bullshit reward. So I've got all these cards that have never been touched. Those cards Just are really because cool, I'd open the pack. They're cool now that I'm a that I have a World of Warcraft man cave, so I've got them. They're on display kind of thing. But the only car, the only reason I ever bought the entire trading card game was to get some random dumb shit in game. And now on eBay, you can buy those particular cards for ten bucks. I'm like, man. 
Yeah, see, that's the exact opposite with Magic. If I'm trying to get anything, I'm probably paying 100 200 bucks. It. I think back at when uh, my crazy ex fucking threw my Magic cards away, and she probably threw away eight grand worth of cards from whenever I first oh, started. No. Because when I started, I started in fourth edition, which was one of the first, one of the earliest um, basic sets. Um, they always had a basic set, but that was one of the first one that was like just, it, it was fourth edition. And then I had fourth edition. I had some Ice Age cards, which there were a lot of cards that were worth money out of that. I had a few things out of Mirage that were worth a lot of money. And then I had bought a bunch of just random cards from friends, and I had this huge collection. Thinking back now, I can think of five cards right now that I could have put out for close to five grand. Oh, shit. Yep. I knew a guy. Oh, that's an ass whooping. Oh, yeah. Whenever I got back into it, I knew a guy that had sold his old cards uh, as a for a down payment on his house, and he put down almost 50 grand for his house. He sold 60 cards and got almost 50 grand. Hold the fuck up. That's epic. Yeah, crazy. He had a lot of he he had uh, a black lotus which was which is still worth like 10 grand a piece. Damn, for a card. Yup. And the thing about it is is uh magic cards A, there's a huge market in fake magic cards now. And also there's a big thing that like magic magic the gathering cards and Legos are two of the biggest uh, currencies used to trade drugs and guns because they're untraced. They're mostly untraceable, and the value is easily like you can easily look up what the value of that is, and it stays roughly the same. So if you've got a ten thousand dollar card, you can hand that off for you know ten thousand dollars worth of guns, and know that he can take that card and turn it into money or use it as security on a loan. Look, I'm gonna trade this card in for some crack. <laughs> Jesus. A lot of crack. Yeah, so since you were talking about that, I started looking something up that I wanted to bring up since you said that. So one of the cards that I never found is the Spectral Tiger Mount for World of Warcraft. I'm seeing now current market. I was looking that up while you were talking. It popped into my head. Current market is minimum three grand to get this in-game mount. But think about it. You are paying over three grand to ride around on a fake ass tiger in a video game. That ain't me. That's the thing, man. People people will pay shit for that because that's. I read a really good quote years ago, and I've kind of lived my life by it because, like, I'm never gonna be a fucking doctor or a lawyer or some successful what the fuck ever. But one of the things that it talks about is that the most important thing that you can do for a person, other than save their life is to entertain them and give them a reason to live. Amen. That's why we pay so much money for games. That's why we pay so much money to actors and for movies and for books and for sports because you're entertaining people and you're you're giving them a reason to just watch and live because if you're just living to live, like that's not really life. You know what I mean? It's it would be like it would be like being in an iron lung. You're alive, but at what cost? Agreed. And so, I mean, it makes sense that this shit is ex- that expensive, but I can guarantee you I will never pay $4,000 for a Spectral Tiger butthole plug or what the fuck ever <laughs> you said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. That ain't us. Um, I, I mean, I agree with you, man. That's why you, you and I are the type of people that we are dedicated to our friends. Because at the end of it, when I die, my wife, kids, family, they're going to remember me, but who's really there for you when you need them the most. You can't go to your family all the time because you don't want them to know what you're struggling through. Well, shit, some people's families ain't worth fucking going to. You know what I mean? 
yep, 90% of my family can go fuck themselves, but, like, my mom, my sister, that's it, dude. But my wife, she's always there. My girls, you can't talk to them about what you really go through. That's true, you can't. There's no fucking way. All I got is idiots like you. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Dumbasses like me. Hey, you know what? If you can go to someone when you need them and they're always there, but you can also talk so much shit that it's unbelievable, anyone else would murder your ass for what you would say to each other. That's a friend. That's right. I'd beat anybody's ass. They talk to me the way you did. Fucking slap the taste right out their mouth. Oh, now, now, hold on. Allow the listeners to understand the relationship here. You are 90 times worse than I am to you, so don't don't play victim here, buddy. Oh, now, come on. No. No. I'm nothing but nice to you. <laughs> That's fucked up. Well, I think that was that was a nice, uh, really good conversation there, Mr. Worgen. Uh, let's cut that off here and um, get ready for Christmas. What uh, You got some big Christmas plans over there at the, the Worgen Cave? Well, uh... There was going to be a surprise ending to the uh, new lore episode. It's going to be a Christmas shout-out from the wife and kids. Oh, snap. But that'll be out likely before Friday, so this episode will already be... won't be out yet, so I'm not totally leaking it. But, you know, that new episode I'm I'm hoping to have out by Wednesday uh, due to work issues. I was not able to complete. What about your books? I, I hear you're writing short stories. Yeah, I've got some short stories going. Uh, I actually just spoke with a friend of mine, and uh, I'm going to be fulfilling one of my lifelong ambitions. And he offered to let me write an article for his uh, webpage called The Fight Site. And it's uh, it's about fighting, MMA, grappling, boxing, stuff like that. And I'm writing an article about one of my favorite sports, which is sumo. So uh, check that out. Uh, I'll definitely be, we'll definitely be posting that on the, uh, on the social media when we, when it comes out. So look out for that. Um, still, still shopping stuff for my book, my other book. Still writing the other two. Uh, just it's it's been a, a busy few weeks, and uh, it's gonna keep being busy. Yeah, same here because Christmas is uh, in a is Saturday. Today is Monday, so we're we're cutting it close. And I promised I would get this Blood Elf uh, lore episode out before Christmas. So. That's right, Doctor Raman's got to get out there before before Christmas. So. Ramen fucking noodles. That's right. And we got a shout out to uh, Sonny's, what is it? Sonny's Specialties. We we got to get some business to that. If you want custom signs made, no matter how goofy they are, bags, shirts. That's right. If you if you want to have something with an apple going in a guy's ass, Sonny's Specialties is the place to go. So one big thing that we haven't been doing that we would like to start doing is we would like to hear from you, the listener. Uh, what do you like? What What do you not like? Tell us some stories about yourself. Give us some topics to talk about. Reach out to us. Talk to us. We want to hear from you. We want to talk to you. Uh, If we get enough listeners kind of going in on it, we might actually be able to start a Patreon. We do that. We'll start a Discord where we can, you know, communicate with you more one-on-one. And uh, But, yeah, for sure, send us uh, all your stories, all your questions, all your topics to our email address. What's that address, Mr. Worgen? That would be casualworgen.com podcast and we have two of them that's at yahoo and gmail all one word send us send us your story send us whatever you got tell us we suck do whatever you want but uh get in contact with us we want to hear from you hell get in contact uh, with us and uh do an episode maybe you want your 10 minutes of uh fame 
Absolutely. We would love to interview people and get people on that uh, that just want to sit here and bullshit with us and tell us what life's like where they're from. So don't hesitate to get a hold of us. Reach out anytime. About gaming, conspiracies, whatever you want, we'll, we'll do an episode. We'll get you out there. That's right. Bob Scribner will make fun of you, but... Uh, Mr. Scriv likes to make fun of people. That is That is my thing. Yeah, and something about Bob and your uncle, so uh, keep your uncles in a safe position. That's right. <laughs> Can't trust them around him. Can't trust your uncles, that's for sure. All right, we'll see you guys next time. That's right, and this is Casual Oregon. We are out. And Bob Scribner, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> <laughs>